This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yes, 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 it is. Euler and Motes. No, it's not. It's Motes and Euler on this Takeover Tuesday, Motes host style, baby, on SNR. And we are having a good old grand old time. Oh, yeah. Going into this last episode of the podcast, which we must remind you, this is a Ah. podcast. And for those of you that don't understand how podcasts work it is very similar to netflix (laughs) except it's for your radio it's for your listening services and you in particular get to listen to all of the steelers content that you absolutely love a lot of free steelers content out there on demand commercial free too might i add yep I mean, free and commercial free. That's you, you, a double. That's a double. Whenever bonus. you want it, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. So wherever you get your podcast, and when I say wherever, I do mean wherever, wherever ever? you get your podcast. Just type in Steelers Blitz, and that's Blitz with a Z. Zoltan. So that way you can, you know, keep up with all the content, man. Even if you missed something, Always. if you had to run into the house, if you had to go to work, if whatever was going on, you could not hear these lovely two hours. Uh-huh. And also, content. if you're a if you're a relatively newer listener. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're thinking, oh, well, I heard, you know, I heard Motes and Euler talking about safeties. They're going to talk about wide receivers here. If you want to get our thoughts on some of the other position groups, mm-hmm. we've been doing that for the last few weeks. If you just look down the podcast feed, you'll see, you know, we'll have running back, big board on there, quarterback, offensive line, linebackers, all that stuff. If you want to go back to and, and get some of our thoughts uh, as well leading up to the draft. Absolutely, man. So uh, definitely check that out, baby. Woo! But uh, I think it's now time to... You want to get some tweets here? You know the Power Grid, they, they respond, don't they? They do. The Megawatts, that's are, why they are who they are. They are always so kind to get involved with the And that's show. why we love y'all. They have done so again today, Motsi. Uh, how, how about a uh, a curveball here to get us started? Hey, now. Steeler Bomb runs, wants let's to know. Go, let's go Pirates. If we, could, if we could only replace Kevin Colbert with one of the two following guys, who would we pick? Okay. Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk? <laughs> oh, man. Give me Bezos, man. You know, I need a guy that's, you know. Had to live his best life a little while, I, endure some transgressions, yeah, yeah. but still bounce back. Can I go with – if that were the case, I might have to find a new team. I mean, <laughs> yeah, both of those guys incredibly successful businessmen, but I don't think they know squat hey. about running a football team. Listen, listen, man. You think they know squat about delivering? Nah. nah. You don't have to know about delivering when you got that much money. You well, pay for the best guy that knows about delivering. That's true. Okay. Absolutely. So I'll take Jeff Bezos, yes. richest man in the world, and yes. then he can just hire exactly. the general manager to work. There. Yes. See, I like the way Come you, on, baby. I like the way you're thinking hey, about it. Hey, money talk, man. That green, long, long. Uh, Joseph wants to know, where do you guys go to get to do your research and to watch film on prospects? I wanted to start doing some actual research, um, but it's hard to find more than only highlights because those only tell one side of the story. Yeah, so for me, man, what I typically do, I'll, if there's a certain player that I'm looking at from a collegiate team or whatever, right, mm-hmm. I'll typically go on YouTube and try to find one of the actual games that they played in. Yes. So don't type in that player's name. Correct. I'll type in, if I'm looking at Jamin Davis, I'll type in Kentucky Wildcats versus Florida Gators 2021 SEC game. And they're going to actually have the full-length game. Plenty of people have, like, the full mm-hmm. length, whether it's through the broadcast or mm-hmm. people that have just, like, illegally pirated it. But right, right. you'll have access to it that way. And then from there, you just treat it like you're watching, like, regular football takes. Yes. Each play defensively, you look at that per- that person, and then from there, you just on keep on watching guy. Yep. Because – Watching highlights, they can be misleading. They're going to show you the good. Like you said, if you show Jamar Johnson's highlights, man, you think he's a top 10 pick. 
but then you watch him in an actual game and it's like no this is very different mm -hmm. so that's ultimately you know the way i've done it but then also as it pertains to the football or, or the nfl level man um NFL Game Pass. NFL Game Pass. That, that, that's, what gonna, that's what the, I was going to say. The All-22 they have, even if you don't want to watch the All-22 because that's like how us players typically watch film, you still have the condensed version where it's no commercials, not all the extra replays, and you can legit just watch the TV feed of the games as well so you can watch those players. So that's another way that you, know, you could do it. Just you know, a couple resources there without having to pay a ton of money either, might I add. Dehev says, move up to take Micah in the first round. Okay, okay, okay. Friar Muth falls to us in the second round. Next year we get Go Joey Porter Jr. and Motsi finally admits he's been a Penn Stater from afar and joins Nittany Nation. We are Not crossing the moats. Not a chance. Listen. He's talking that trash. Listen, now. I even started, man, I was breaking down some tape of uh, Justin Fields. I started to throw up there one of these plays because it was a Penn State corner that he was getting after. But then my personal ties kicked in, and I realized which Penn State corner it was and my personal connection. I was like, I can't throw this ah. play up there. But I thought about it because I don't like you Penn State guys. <laughs> I thought about it. And I thought that would send a real message. But I was like, nah, nah, because that's too personal right there. Uh, Steeler Bomb also, Steeler Bomb <laughs> also wanted to know uh, if we have any takes on, you know, the sentiment, basically, that, that Justin Fields is falling on draft boards because, you know, historically, Ohio State hasn't had any quarterbacks that have worked out in the NFL. Hey, how many quarterbacks came out of North Dakota State before Carson Wentz? How many out of Miami of Ohio before Ben Roethlisberger? How many out of Nevada? Mm. How many out of – I mean, we can go down this list. Mm. I've never cared about – would a player from was Cal a was Cal a quarterback factory before Aaron Rodgers came out Man, of there? That, that, you know, <laughs> can't recall too many of those guys. Honestly, like when I think about quarterback school, I think like Stanford and NC State, but that's all I got. Other than that, I mean, because Stanford, yeah, like John Elway, Andrew Luck, you've had some NC good State, quarterbacks. You have Philip Rivers and Russell Wilson. Russell right Wilson, now. yeah. How long have they been playing college football at NC State though? Well, that's that's, a very that, good that's point. my thing. I'm yeah. always that's that's the thing that always gets me. I'm like, we can spin that short, but realistically if we look at okay throughout the inception of football or in modern term football or past 10 year football how many quarterbacks came from that school how many running backs came from that school how many came from this school like i don't think any of that matters i think when it comes to drafting when it comes to evaluating you have to take it on a case-by-case -case basis I, I don't even like to act like well they both are at the same school playing on the same team they're the same player like no or they, they have the same mentality because I've been teammates with people, and we've had drastically different mentalities, drastically different work ethics, drastically different beliefs. You know what I mean? So when I think of that, I just, yeah, I, I don't like to carry that baggage of something that doesn't even yeah. pertain to that guy, you know? I, I, I'm with you, too. And I, like, hey, I can understand how people can get caught up in that, but I, yeah, I'm 100% I'm, I'm with you. Uh, our buddy Thrash. The metal guy? The metal guy I like says, it. I get to eat breakfast with Joe Theismann this weekend Ooh. at the Apple Blossom Sports Breakfast. Remember, we've talked nice. about this, the thing in Winchester, yes. the, the spring event. I've been to Absolutely. Apple Blossom before. Um, it's crazy. You've been there. Thrash has been there. Even Theismann's getting invited there. No one ever invites me anywhere. I thought people liked me. Ah, and then, see, I look at this and I say, mm, you know, Arthur Motes, he's been on those Steelers cruises a couple times. He hasn't invited me. That's that's just all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'd like you, to go you, on a Steelers cruise. You know cruise. how I got on the cruise? I like to get a tan. Tell me something. You know how I got on the cruise? 
I'll tell him my new Tunch and Wolf. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what it's all about. Right? <laughs> that's what it's all about. So Thrash's question you. is, um, what non-stealer from mm, the okay. 80s would you most want to, uh, to, to, to have a meal with, to have brunch with, to go out to dinner with? Non-stealer from the 80s. Oh, buddy. Uh, I know your answer. Come on. Man, this is difficult. I know your answer. No, Come on. Stop. Don't do me like that. I got a lot of people I like from the 80s, man. They were non-stealers. I don't know right now, man. I'm, I'm kind of torn. Got a lot of people on my mind. And it's during the 80s, too, not the 90s. Exactly. exactly. Which makes it a little bit different. A little bit more different. Because if it was the 90s, your answer would be prime time, oh, right? Yeah, it's no debate. Yeah. <laughs> Although and he it, was drafted in 89, technically. But no. Nah. But no, nah, no, nah, that's cheating. That's um, cheating. I probably go LT maybe. That that was that was my. Yeah, yeah, that was, was my I, was I mean, how LT, could you not man. say Lawrence Taylor? <laughs> and just especially after the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> how could you not say Lawrence Taylor? The way my man was living, it's just like yeah. I, I don't need to endure that. I just need yeah. to like. I just want to hear. I want to talk about it with you. For me, like, yeah. that was the name that came. To, I thought about Mike Singletary for a second. You know, I thought about Reggie yeah. White for a second. See, I thought Reggie White initially. I thought but Reggie, going, and then I was out. also thinking about uh, John Randall. But I wasn't yeah. sure how call. much of a crossover because I know he actually. I just Walter found Payton out. would be a good one too from the eighties. Yeah. Because John Randall was like one of my favorite guys because he was part of the Six Feet and Under crew, mm -hmm. Purple People Eaters, man. So mm -hmm. like for me, that was big. And then when I found out Wolf played with him, I was like, yo. So I'm like sharing stories. Like I told you how he scared I the crap out of me in 2018 that, on Super Bowl row, row, right? I've told you no, that story before, no, John Randall. How. So when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, right, we're mm -hmm. broadcasting live on Radio Row the whole week. Mm -hmm. And you know how those things work. You got different sponsorships. Oh, yeah, you just wrote down a list. Yeah. It's like, oh, T.O.'s stopping by to meet right. us. And T.O.'s brought to you by Verizon Wireless. Yeah. Da, 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 da. So we have those people coming to our booth all day. And there's like a little back door, right? Yeah. And when they when they would get to the back door, they would like knock. And I would open it up. And it, yeah. Tory Holt standing there. Right. And it'd be, he'd, he'd become... <laughs> so one time, I hear a little knock on the back door. I open the door, and it's John Randall standing there. And he, he puts his hand out, and he goes, "Hey, son, John Randall, how you doing?" And I went, "Oh, oh sorry. Wow. Used to play Madden as a kid with your face on the cover." Bro, I loved John Randall. Bro. Loved John. Randall. Loved John Randall. Man. Yeah, but it's it's tough to beat LT. It's tough yeah, to beat LT tough. in that that's tough, tough. Uh, Motsi, we'll do another tweet refresh before we get out of here. But you want to move like on to it. wide receivers? For yeah, now? man. Let's get it going, man. I'll start out first. Uh, for me, at number five, man, I have. Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. Love his size, man. 6'2", 210. Really nice hands. I also love just his body control and how his ability to just catch wherever, whatever. I mean, his catch radius is crazy. And I love the fact that he does have enough speed to pull away. He can take a 15-yard catch and turn it into a 70-yard touchdown. Like, I like that about him. Give me big guys with combat catching ability, man. That mm -hmm. that gets me going. You know that. Oh, I and, know it. And I'm not shying away from, whoa, you know, he had a little bit of a down year when he came back, COVID and things like that. It doesn't scare me. I'm cool on that, man. The circumstances, everything surrounding it were wacky. As a whole, though, this dude can ball. Number five for me, Arthur Motes, is Elijah Moore out of Ooh! Ole Miss. These Elijahs. This guy is... He nice. He's he's slot corner or slot corner. <laughs> we were talking about that last Wait time. Wait a minute. <laughs> he's slot wide receiver extraordinaire. Yeah. Um, combat catches, tough catches where he's got to you know he knows he's gonna take a hit, gonna get licked, but still makes the catches. Um, seventy three percent of contested catches he mm -hmm. caught this past season. Arthur Motes, uh, well over eleven hundred yards, which you know is hard to do in the SEC the Man, way they play. Listen, defense just, down just there. Be honest. 
you like him because he has the high white socks like AB. And I like him because he's got the high white socks you, like you, AB. You think it's AB, A4, Mr. Big Chest back out here. Like I said, he's a slot wide receiver specialist at Old Miss, but he's got that physicality that makes me think he could be effective on the outside too. I like Elijah Moore, number five. No, I like his game a lot too. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie, man. Yeah. But at number four, I got another freak. Whoop. He goes by the name of Kadarius. Kadarius Tony. Kadarius! Out of Florida. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. This cat is cat quick. I'm talking shifty, shifty. Like, shifty, shifty, shifty. The man can make everybody miss. You, me, mm. your cousin, and my mama. Like, it, it, he got that juice. I feel like he's your starting slot day one, but he can situationally be used as a number two receiver. He obviously, has to continue to develop his route tree and things like that, but punt return, he's that day one. I mean, the... the you can make the case, is he Percy Harvin, is he Tavon Austin? Like, you can make that case just because of how he plays, how he makes guys miss at the collegiate level, just the same way those two guys I just named at the collegiate level were dominant like that. But, man, I like his game, man. Yeah. I do too, Arthur Boats. I do you too. You say I even throw a little W in there, w in there like for you, it. man. You I know like what I'm saying? It. Thank you. Tavon! Uh, number four for me, I've got the guy that you had, number five, Rashad Bateman. Mm. Um Right? That is who you had. Yeah, five, yeah, right? yeah, I'm trying to yeah. Think I had him at five. Listen, four and five, I mean, that's a lot of counting for me. One yeah. number there, folks. Carry all right? the one. The Carry the one. What five. comes after four? Pull your fingers out. All yeah. right, I still got enough to cover this. Uh, everything that you said. I think a lot of people want to ding him for this past year, but he had COVID. He lost 10 pounds. He still played. Minnesota, as a program, took a big step back. You know, after having a really good 2019 Um they just had a little bit of a step back next or last year. I think that was part of it as well, too. Um, a lot of new guys on that offense, new quarterback. I really like Bateman out of Minnesota, Motsi. I, I think I'm with you. You look at his sophomore year production when he was healthy, when he was part of that humming offense, it, he was one of the best receivers in the country. And I think it's, it's easy in this class. There are some really good wide receivers, and we're going to talk about some of these big-time studs in just a second. But I think Bateman um, should be a first-round guy, belongs in the top five of this very talented wide receiver group. Very deep as well, too. Oh, super, super. Yeah. yeah. He's number four for me. I like that. All right. So for me, man, at number three, roll tag. Well, yeah, but which one? Roll <laughs> No, nah, man, I'm going with the Heisman Trophy winner, man, Devontae Ooh. Smith. Yes, indeed. 6'1", 175, tiny but electric with the ball. Love his lateral movement, man. My biggest thing in terms of why I don't have him at two or one. Size? Size, yes, but the size doesn't scare me. The thing is this. If you're going to be smaller, which he is, I just prefer you are a crazy blazer like Jalen Waddle. If you're not crazy blazer like that, then I want you to have size because my issue is what happens if you're not able to hold up on the perimeter and guys are able to get their hands on you. Six one one seventy five. That that can be very very bad. And then I also just me as it pertains to smaller receivers, I don't like them as much as my dominant one type because as the field condenses, they become less of an impact. They're they're you know it's just the reality of it. You're not gonna see a ton of crazy routes from Tyree Kill in the red zone. Right. <laughs> you're gonna need a great you're gonna need a great offensive coordinator to scheme you up. I don't like having to be dependent upon my coordinators to that extent. Also, I feel like I'm gonna need a quarterback that can put the ball where you're gonna be. I mean, it just is what it is. 
but it's a lot more factors that go with that with the smaller receiver. Whereas with the bigger guys, Rashad Bateman, when you talk about uh, Jamar Chase, when you talk about uh, a Terrence Marshall, with bigger receivers, man, it could be anybody at quarterback. Just put the ball up. They're going to go up there and get it. Right. And that's my only knock on Devontae. I love his game, though. Crazy productive. Obviously, you saw him win the Heisman for a reason. But, yeah, that, that's why I have him at three. This one's tough. This is this is tough for me. I've gone back and forth between Jalen Waddle and Devonta Smith, as well too, uh, as it relates to the second and the third uh, wide receiver in this class. Motes, I think I'm inclined with you to 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 go Devonta Smith at three and Jalen Waddle at two. And here's why, you know, a few weeks ago, if if we would have done this wide receiver big board, I think I would have probably had Jalen Waddle at three instead of instead of two. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I, I think I was buying into it's something that you and I have discussed, and it's a real thing. The best ability is availability, okay. mm-hmm. and and a lot of people were discussing that around Jalen Waddle as a concern, right? But if you go back and look, mm-hmm. that was just a concern this year. Mm-hmm. It's not like his entire tenure at Alabama he was missing games. Uh, his freshman year he played every game. His sophomore year I think he missed one game. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, so as I did more research and I saw that you know what, maybe some of that Jalen Waddle was always banged up. It's just hogwash. It's just recency bias. Absolutely. Um, and so with that, with the splitting of all splitting hairs, Arthur Motes, I will go Devonta Smith three as well, and I'll put Jalen Waddle at two. Um, see, for me, I don't see that as splitting hairs. I just personally feel like Waddle's a better player. You, mm-hmm. I mean, you watch him when they were both there together. Yeah. They were both healthy together. They were you this look, year. This, this year. year, that's what I'm saying. Last year, though, no, right, no, no, too. I think Devonta was better last but, year. But my thing is, I'm like, man, well, no, because even with that, I feel like that was still debatable, man. I just personally feel that, man, early this year, especially after those no, first— No, early uh, this year, you're absolutely right. It was clear right. who the better player was, who was the more you're productive absolutely player. absolutely right. And when I think of Waddle and the thing that he has that separates him from Devonta is he has Tyreek Hill-type speed. Yes. That's the difference. I agree with you on that, 100%. The ball gets in his hands. You know what he's capable of. He can catch. He can return punts. But his acceleration, his speed, it's insane. It is. You watch him, and he is leaving SEC defenders. It's true. Like, not even close, just leaving them. Dudes that are going to be first and second and third Exa- round. Top exactly. Top 100 draft picks yeah. here on Thursday. So when I think of that, I'm just like, that's different. That's yeah. special. It is. You're right. No, I, I, I'm with you. It's man. It's, it's, it's hard to ding either of these guys, yeah. honestly. Um, but yeah, I think I'm with you. I'll go Devonte Smith three. I'll go Jalen Waddle two. I, I do. I like both of those guys a lot, though. Yeah. I think, I think they're both going to be very good wide receivers in the NFL. No question, man. And I think we both got what Terrence Marshall at one. Uh, no, I got your boy uh, Tony at number one. You know. Tony Myers from JMU? <laughs> no, Kadaris Tony. Oh, uh, I was like, you got him? <laughs> but yeah, I do. Oh, I like it. It's Jamar Chase, right? It's got to be Jamar Chase. This guy's been number one since but he 2019. Opted out. He, nah, he opted out, bro. But he did opt out. I don't know how I feel about that anymore. Listen, I'm telling all these teams, don't draft Penny Sewell. Don't draft Jamar Chase. Yeah, don't draft Jamar Chase, man. He, he set out. Don't draft J.C. Horn. Just let him just, fall at about 24. Him, just let, let him, him fall to 24 and 55. That's it, all you can do. Listen. Moats this guy. It, it, it's, this is simple. It, it, this is Ooh. this is how I evaluate him. <sighs> Terrence Marshall is up. He's going to be a first round pick, right? Mm-hmm. 
Justin Jefferson. He's he was a first round pick a year ago. Obviously, was twenty second overall. Yeah, and you saw the rookie year that he had, right? <laughs> Motes, you and I both discussed this. And maybe we'll do this still at some point in the mm-hmm. offseason. If we were to do our top five wide receivers in the NFL right now, mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson would probably be on that list. Strong, strong possibility. So, you factor those two guys in there. You realize, though, <laughs> Terrence Marshall, if this is Batman, and I love Batman, so I'm going to break it down to you in this analogy. Shout out to the cartoon. Shout out to the, to, to the actual movies. So, you know, you have Alfred. Alfred's the butler, right? He carries the tray around. He wears a little suit. Yes, Mr. Bruce and all this other stuff. Terrence Marshall Jr., that's Alfred. He walks around. Yes, Mr. Justin. Yes, Mr. Jamar. Whatever you guys need. Cool. Then you got Justin Jefferson. He was Robin. He was Boy Wonder. He was the little brother. He was the second step, the number two guy. And then you have Jamar. Jamar is the Batman of this group. And I just think people are forgetting how dynamic and how dominant this guy is. Mm-hmm. And that's why for me, I'm like, this is a no-brainer. It's a no it's a no-brainer. Size, 6'1, 200, can run every route that you want. Sure-handed. Speed the run by you. I mean, like, what do you want? This guy's gonna be your number one receiver for a decade. Keep him healthy. That's all he is. Buddy, I agree with you. I mean- and, and then try to find his NFL comp. He's a mix of Mike Thomas, Julio. DeAndre Hopkins, A.B. Hands. I mean, who do you – you don't have an NFL confidence guy. He, Bruce. He's like, all of that mixed together. Yeah. He's all of that. He is a physical freak. You love to see. He's a physical freak. Motes, I think that Justin Jefferson, that's exactly where I was going, is – He would have been the number one receiver drafted last year last if he year. came out. He would have been drafted ahead of Justin Jefferson Absolutely. last year. And look at the year that Justin Jefferson And nobody had. even would have batted an eye. Nope. Wouldn't have been a, it would have been a conversation. Okay, yeah. hey. He, he to me, is – there's a few guys in this draft that it doesn't matter to me where they go. Like, like we've talked about this with Zach Wilson a lot, mm-hmm. right? How And I've admitted this. I think some of the confirmation bias for me, why I'm not crazy about Zach Wilson, is because I know he's going to the Jets. That's because you didn't see the pro day throw. The throw that won the pro day, remember? I hate you. I hate you. It won the Ooh, pro day, I hate man. you, Mark I hate you. I can't stand when you act like you don't remember I, when, that throw. I, when, I, when I talk about when – I, when I ding Zach Wilson, I think I'm, – I'm, I can admit this, that part of that in me, Motes, is the confirmation bias of I know he's going to end up with the Jets, and I think that's a horrible situation. That's a nice way to put it. Right? But there are a couple guys in this draft, Motsi, maybe five, six, seven guys, where I don't care who they end up going to – they are going to be all pro, pro bowlers, you know, have a shot to potentially be in that gold jacket conversation. I think Panay Sewell's in that conversation. Mm-hmm. I think Pitts, the, the tight end wide receiver, whatever the heck he is, absolute freak out of Florida, is in that conversation. I think Micah Parsons is in that conversation, Arthur Motes, and Jamar Chase as well, too. Those four and maybe Trevor Lawrence would be my top five just overall prospects in Absolutely. this class Motes, he is like you said. You name the comp, and it can work. He is, he's he's just a physical freak. It's different man. He's his production is insane, and you know what? A lot of scouts will tell you, like people who do this for a living, will tell you he could still get a little bit better as a route runner too. Oh, Which, absolutely. If that's the he's case, still young. If that's the case, if he really does have that step to take forward, look out. Like he is a young player. Yes. He's a young player. Player, player. He's got plenty of time to develop, man. This is one of those guys that you're just like, we hit the, we, we got it. This is the guy right here. We're, we're good to go. That's Jamar Chase, man. I, That's I, Jamar. I, I, he, 
uh, of all the positions Arthur Motes, besides maybe tight end, <laughs> he he was the one that it's just even like Trevor Lawrence, I think. Like yes. Jamar Chase is just a pen, right in pen at number yes. one on your wide receiver big different. board. Absolutely. A year ago, a couple months ago, a couple whenever, it's Jamar Chase. Absolutely. <laughs> it's Jamar Chase. It's no debate, man. So yeah. I love that right there. Wanna go do another refresh oh, too, man? You yeah. know it. You know you we know gotta it. do another refresh, man, before, some, we, before listen, the episode ends on it. Listen, you know we got some we'll keep it real till the next episode. A now. Will uh tweets, all I need to know is when we draft someone who could get two yards on third or fourth and short. This throwing it deep when we only need two yards is killing me. Killing <laughs> me. He put killing me in there twice. That's how much it's killing. <laughs> I love it, Will. I hope so. I, I would hope so. As I well. hope so. <laughs> I, I would definitely hope Maybe that, somebody that who is somebody block the case. for more than yes. for that yard. Pretty case. please. <laughs> I, I second that emotion. <laughs> That's I second funny. that emotion. <laughs> Keith wants to know: Are you guys doing a Steelers seven-round mock draft before the draft on Thursday? Moti, how do we want to do Thursday? <laughs> no, I mean we could do it. I think so. You just gonna have to tune in to find out, you, though. Uh, there, that, you know. Come there, on now, baby. You can tell. See, look at those. Come host, on now, look baby. Look at those hosting chops from Arthur Motes. You see that right there? You want us to just reveal what we gonna be doing? Then you ain't gonna have the reason to tune in. No, you are gonna need to find out by tuning in, baby. Thursday <laughs> noon Eastern Standard Time. Sensei chimes in here. I love how you always drop the Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Sensei chimes in here. No football question today. Just geekdom. Hey, now. I need to know if you guys have checked out or watched The Winter Soldier, Invincible, and or Mortal Kombat. And your thoughts. I actually enjoyed Mortal Kombat. They're going to need to do a part two, though. So that was, I, I watched yeah. Mortal Kombat over the weekend. Um, I thought it was good, not great. It was like a solid B to me. Like it, it's setting up for for an, for another movie. Yeah, I, I, but I also think like my expectations for the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. wasn't gonna be high. It's That's Mortal fair. Kombat. That's fair. you know what I mean. Like it's it, true. It's it's not Marvel, because it was already like not... and it was already like we've seen like the first version of that Mortal Kombat and that's when it really took the hype. Mm-hmm. Right now. They're still trying to target that crowd. You know what I mean? That's so true. I just feel like That's they're true. kind of stuck with how they want to go about it. And then even you watch the movie, the first 10, 20 minutes of it is in a different language. Like, that's not gonna get everybody going. That's true. I did yeah. like I did like though how it was it reminded me of um like Mad Max Fury yes, Road in this movie. Yes, absolutely. Started fast yes. and, and rarely let up. Very true. Which I like movies like that where they just yes. kind of drop you right in the middle of the action mm-hmm. and it's go time. Yes. I, I did really like that. And it's setting up for a, a really yeah. good next movie, I think. At least uh, we hope, right? At least we hope. Um Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I have not started yet. Yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen um, that. Uh, and Invincible, which is that new superhero series, yeah, I, I think on Amazon either. Prime, I okay. have not started yet either. So we'll get back to you on those since Yeah, Mortal Kombat took priority. I was oh. like, we're going to check that out. Little man kept asking. Oh, you know I enjoyed it. it, though. Oh, you. Shout out to Jax. You absolutely know it. Uh, Don Juan says, what a great idea by Alan Fanica letting Heinz Ward present him at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's I think right I think there. so too. Like that that's gonna be cool. And I like that. Motsi, we know, right? Hines is a bit of a showman. Oh yeah. He knows how to play a crowd. Oh, he yeah. knows how to he'll 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 be really Hines will be really good at that. Trust me, you 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 won't be let down at all. Hines Hines yeah. Hines will be really good at that. Are we pulling up live show? Ooh, maybe. Eh. Wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. Listen, they're not even sending us to Cleveland this week. Exactly. You think they're sending us to Canton? Cleveland, exactly. Canton. I don't know. <laughs> Although to be fair. As fun as it would be to be around the energy of the draft, I'm cool staying. I'm all the way cool. I mean, most you know. I'm all the way 
cool. I will say this: Cleveland is not as bad as people get. Like it, it's it, it gets much better than its reputation as a city. I would say, particularly outside of the wintertime when it's not like five degrees every day. But Moats, if they're going to send us to a draft, wouldn't we like to go to Chicago or Nashville exactly. or LA? No, don't send or me to Cleveland, Dallas. I don't want to go to Cleveland. Don't send me somewhere that I can drive within two hours. That's, exactly. That's no make fun. it worth my while. Last refresh here, Motsi. Annie chimes in. <laughs> in a cage match fight, which is lamer? <laughs> those who grade draft picks right after they're picked before they play a game or those who do the schedule win-loss game? Oh, no. The schedule win-loss. We do both of those things. <laughs> it's the schedule win-loss for me. It's definitely the schedule win-loss. Oh, <laughs> man. The schedule win-loss kills me. <laughs> That's a good way oh, to get us out of here. I like that right there. That was solid right there. See, once again, man, Power Grip, Megawatch, y'all always come through when we need you. And that was beautiful right there. So shout out to each and every one of y'all for that. But also got to give a big time shout out to my producer in the building, man. Hey. Mr. Wesley Euler. Mercy, it's going to be a big week, baby. Can't hey, wait till man. Thursday. Listen. Don't work too hard. Also, got to give a shout-out to the Power Grid. Like I said, love your participation. We really appreciate that. Always keep rocking with us. We always going to keep rocking mm-hmm. with you guys. And then lastly, but certainly not least, I got to give a major shout-out, big-time kudos to my partner in crime, wah, Mr. Wah, wah, wah. Wesley Euler with the good hair. It's always my pleasure, partner. So, with that being said, man, we got a long, action-packed week. We're we not going to stay here a minute longer either. <laughs> so, enjoy, y'all. We enjoy you. And you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home Ooh, yeah. of the Black Ooh. Angle. We'll talk to Yens on draft day. Oh, Steelers Nation Radio.